Hi, I'm Stephen John Drew from Better Podcasting, a proud member of the Guinea Geek Network, just like the show you're listening to now. The opinions expressed are those of the individual hosts. Check out all the other geeky podcasts at gunnageeknetwork.com and get ready because geekiness begins in three, two, one. Stand by for a brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to episode 323 of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. This is recorded live on Sunday, August 5th, 2018. Uh, we've got the full crew here, at least the full crew temporarily until Nokia returns later, which is like a month away now that I think about it. So I'm Chris, joining me today, one Willie D. Nelson. Not that Willie Yo. Nelson, sadly, but Willie Nelson nonetheless. I'm sponsored by Mountain Dew today. You're sponsored by Mountain Dew. How much is Mountain Dew paying you for this? This crisp, refreshing taste I had to pay, pay for myself. Very nice. And, of course, it looks like we're also joined by Jason. No, that's the ambulance driver. Mm, he's muted, so we can't actually hear him. Eh, I'm okay with this. <laughs> this is always good on an audio podcast. It's not the ambulance driver. See the marks? They're red. I know. I know it's not blue chevrons. Blue. I know they're not blue chevrons. So, it's part of my news, but I felt like wearing it because I actually like it. So for those of you that are wondering, uh, Anthony's wearing a Jason mask right now. Well, was. He just took it off. So we've got a couple minutes here. While... Well, I mean, is it really a Jason mask if the guy yes. from the fifth movie also wore it? Taking away the color. I mean, yeah. it is a hockey mask. Because I mean, you know. if you look right there, it's motherfucking signed by Kane Hodder, who is Jason. So Fair it is enough. the most Jason mask of all the Jason masks. What about the what? What about the one he actually wore in the movies? Well, or multiple ones touche. probably, but touche. yeah, and those would those would stink too. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, they would stink with awesomeness probably. With yeah. history and 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 fake we, blood. Weeks on set, sweating inside a latex face mask underneath a hockey face mask. Well, so Even it has those separation. Things don't smell good. So it has separation <laughs> from the sweat. Covered in fake blood and beat to shit. You know those things don't smell good. <laughs> yeah, but you know you get so, the right arm for one. So I just lit a cigarette because I, oh, I would definitely get my guys. right arm. I would definitely get my right arm for one. Yeah, so I just lit a cigarette because I got a story for you guys. Is it story time with Willie? God damn, it's a ter- it's a terrible fucking story. It pisses me off. Well, on that note, we've got to hear it then. So I mentioned in the pre-show that I owned at one time what a great show, one of HBO's finest shows, more comedic shows, uh, Fly of the Concords. Very creative show. How'd you guys like the show? I've never seen it. Never saw it. Really? It is a delightfulness that you guys should uh, entertain at some point in time. And I'm, I'm going to force you there. Thank you, son, for going down making it. It's the darker story. Tales with Willie. So I owned the first season. I went out and bought the first season. I saw the second season, but didn't like it all that much. Like it was like, eh, I like the, the first season best. Um, so I owned it. And a long time ago, let's probably say about 2011, possibly in the very early 2012. I'm not sure exactly when, but sometime in the late 2011, early 2012, I moved in with the ex-wife. And is um, this the angering part? uh, She had a roommate at the time, and she she was a cool chick. You know, she was all right, but she had a boyfriend that she did not deserve. This guy was a weird guy, and he was kind of an asshole. Uh, he actually came because I have because you know I have a large movie collection of DVDs and Blu-rays now, 
he actually came up and said, oh, man, it's awesome coming over here. I got, it's like I got my personal blockbuster. I looked at him because he never asked me for any of, like to borrow anything. So that, that was already anger-inducing as it is. But one day, he borrowed my Fly the Concord Season 1 so him and his brother could watch it. But he's like, oh, don't worry. I brought my Season 2 and left it here for you while, while I'm borrowing this one. I never got back my Season 1. And I still have Season 2, which I have never even watched this thing at all. I'm still a little upset by that. And that motherfucker can go die in a ditch for all I care. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. That's a bit harsh. I didn't say I'm going to kill him. I'm saying I hope he just dies so in a ditch. Like, he's in car accident, gets thrown from his you know window and just lands in a ditch. I don't know. He might be dead now. I don't know. And he did some kind of weird drugs. Goodness. That was uh... a... <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to how to comment there. Really? And uh, hey, you got a bunch of people from uh from Fly the Concords who actually did voice or is doing voice work in Bob's Burger. Oh, that's cool. I did not know that. Louise, the voice that that voice who's all, who she was also in um Last Man on Earth. Um she was like their their only fan. <laughs> that was a good <laughs> running joke. And um Gene, the you know, the son Gene is actually the I think his I forget his last name, but his also his name is Gene, I believe too. Uh, he was like their like their superintendent of their building. You always saw him like one or once or twice in the show, but he was also in there. He has that very distinctive voice. And their manager, I forget his name. Uh, if you remember that movie, What We Do in the Shadows, he was like the head werewolf. Yeah, that's uh, what Draftsman was referencing there. He'd watched a couple oh. episodes, like the stuff one of the main actors do with Taika Waititi in the mockumentary What We Do in the Shadows. And of course, you have Jermaine Clement being in What We Do in the Shadows as well. We're werewolves, not swearwolves. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That's a good movie, well worth watching. Yes, and they're making a TV series of it too, I believe. On Showtime, was it? With the werewolves or with the uh, vampires? I thought it was with the vampires, but now I Because I remember, remember they were going to do like a sequel with the werewolves. Yes, I think that's still somewhere along the lines too. Okay, I would. I mean, I, I would say go ahead and green lights. That's well worth it. That whole movie was. Uh, uh, that's a hidden gem. I remember it came out the same time as what Dark Shadows or something like. Based so, on that TV show, I misspoke. FX has what we do in the shadows. It's set to premiere spring twenty nineteen. So it's not that far off. Not that far. About a year, probably. I mean, but the less. best songs from Fly of the Concords are in season one. The best ones. I mean, you have. Um, the most beautiful girl in the room. Oh my god! One of the best ones. Business time. I'm talking about you know it's time for business. You can get what that means because you know when I'm down to just my socks, the business socks. What's what design is on your socks? Do you have fancy, funny socks or anything? It doesn't matter. Well, I was hoping you'd just paint us a picture and be like, I've got Pac-Man socks or something. No, like are the Pokemon socks? But we just no. neither here nor there. What kind of Pokemon is? Because there's like a thousand of them that could be. Are there a thousand Pokemon now? Probably. I don't Close know. to it. I, I remember know. that last game didn't have all of them in it, which is weird. I'm going to ask the Google machine how many Pokemon are there. I think it was like 800-something, maybe? 700-something? The Google says 802, so... Yes. I was close. That is a lot of Pokemons. The question is, can you name them all, and can you catch them all? I uh, definitely no? can't name them all. I can probably name the original 151. Because you remember the song from the cartoon? Is that what it is? No, was? no, because I played it. I did too. And I never played in another generation until the very latest generation, and they don't have all the Pokemon in it. I mean, you could get them, but they're not, you can't catch them in the game. Well, that's you because they play. split them between the games. They make it impossible to catch them all in one game anymore. No, 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 not even that. Like, like, you couldn't even do that. 
They only have like a certain amount of like they like certain amount they have in there. Uh, you could trade for it, but of course it's not going to be low the Lohan form. It's a whole weird thing. I looked up. I was like, really? That's kind of depressing. I finally get back into it, and this is what they do to me. Well, I mean, you just wait until the new version comes out on the Switch this next Switch, year. Yeah. That's when you get into it again because if that's going to that's going to be the awesome one. Not necessarily the let's go let's go Pikachu or Eevee ones. Those are interesting enough, but that's Why not did the core. Why Eevee? Because there's like six thousand evolutions as it goes. I think there's like love six, seven, or eight of them. That was an exaggeration, Willie. There's like Umbreon is the best one. It's and the coolest looking one. If you get started on playing Pokemon Go, this next weekend is an EV event on both Saturday and Sunday, where there'll be a lot more plentiful to catch. Yeah, I don't. I don't play it. You don't play it anymore? Uh, no, not since I I, I deleted it on air and I never re-downloaded it. I'm sorry. They had they made promises that should have been there a long time before they implemented them, like <laughs> trading. They just they just recently did, didn't they? Not too long ago. Yeah, it's actually pretty slick. I've gotten some cool stuff out of trading. You can only trade a Pokemon once, so that means you can't like farm them around. But so, does that mean like if you get a traded Pokemon, you can't trade it to someone correct. else? Pokemon oh, can good. only be traded once. So the Pokemon can only be traded once, not yes. like. You- mm. Well, that's a little weird. And now there's a gift giving mechanic, which is pretty cool. So you can send gifts to people that you pick up at Pokestops that'll give Stardust and Pokeballs and items. So they've made a lot of stuff to keep the community going. And there's community days once a month where things will be more prevalent. Like a couple months back, it was Larvitars were more plentiful for a three hour block. Then last month it was uh, Squirtles, and you could catch Squirtles with sunglasses, like in the cartoon. Yeah. Stuff like that. So, squad, I think it was called. Something like that. They've done a really good job of building the community up around it. I actually came back to it a couple months ago. I hadn't played in forever, and now I'm playing yeah, yeah, way too heard much. Yeah, we've no. heard you talking about it. I play the game way too much, I fully admit it. That That's not my news of the week, though. I mean, the best part about that game was when I first started playing, the rename of them. Like, I made, what was it? Um, I think I named Eradicate Ex-Wife, and it made me laugh. Yes, and then you also had one. It was a Paris that you called Back Boobs, if I remember correctly. Yep, and uh, and a pincer I named Booty Pincer. Yeah, I had. Well, I have a pincer that I have that's called Butt Pincer. Yeah, Same I'm, idea. I'm mature like that. Oh, oh, my favorite one. I named a Ponyta. Uh, um, Chlamydia, Chlamydia. was it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, said, I like naming all the Eevees because I had a uh, Fish Cat burns? and Hot Fluff. See, never got a Gyarados. Never You'd got have one to have 400 Magic Carbs to get yep. a Gyarados. Yeah, which is fucking ridiculous. I have 215 Magikarp candies right now. I need another 200. I think I had 28 Magikarp when I quit the game. I I made Magikarp my buddy so I could get candy from walking around. It's still slow going. Speaking of getting fit with apps, uh, this is another little side note. I just saw it today um, on Reddit. Uh, Apparently, Kevin Smith, he recreated that jean short picture that he had. Mm-hmm. From, like, yeah, I remember when he was like really fat and he was like washing his windows on his car. He recreated he it. He gas in his car. No, he was like using a squeegee on his window. I just saw it today. Mm-hmm. And, um, and uh, yeah, he recreated it because he started going, losing weight after the heart attack. He'd been so, losing weight before that too, and now he's lost a crap load. Oh, yeah, so yeah. he's looking a lot better. So he recreated it so it's the same. <laughs> his jean shorts are not as long as they were. <laughs> his <laughs> jean shorts aren't the pants they used to be. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't think they're the same ones, of course, because I don't think he got tall. No, no I mean, Jesus Christ, those jean shorts went down to like his, like, almost his cankles. Yeah, Kevin Smith's jorts, like, were more like capri pants. The, like, little, the, the, oh, they, were, they were more like Jankos. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit yeah, shorter. Yeah, Jankos that, that were above the ankle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, he's half the man he used to be. He's fucking looking good. Yep. The, the joke now is him, him, and, uh, him and Mark Bernard have lost so much weight that it's no longer Fat Man on Batman. It's too used to be Fat Man on Batman. <laughs> kind of Fat Man on Batman. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm fat, but I mean, I am pretty large. I got a belly, but I wouldn't say I'm like fat, fat. I mean, I, I got the tallness kind of gets rid of that a lot. It helps. Oh, 30, 30 minute warning. I think nine minutes left. I think the last time I weighed myself, I was like down to two forty. Nice. Ooh, I mean, I stay right around two forty, like two fifty. I think I've gone up to two sixty. I go all the way like from those twenty pounds. I go up and down from there. If I was down to two twenty five again, oh my god, I'd be perfect. I had no stomach when I was two twenty five. That's weird to say. Someone who's two hundred and twenty five pounds saying that's thin. Indeed, indeed it is. I guess the, yeah, I know the height thing, but I mean, just hearing someone say that, it's a little weird. I mean, you could say I'm down to 170. I mean, I already got I gained that. I don't know where they came from. I didn't work out for it. I got I got I got some muscle came from that. I don't think I don't think that helps build up your your biceps. Well, I mean, I guess forearms. It's all forearm. Oh, I got especially the bicep. And I also got some awesome neck tendons. I know it has nothing to do with muscle, but I'll freak people out with that. I've yeah, always had too. these neck tendons where they yeah, they just stick out. I know it's, you can't see because my shitty camera, but like they stick out. And plus, also got what's that muscle called? Like right at the where the neck starts to slope to the uh, to your shoulder. I don't trapezius. Remember. That that sounds like it could be it. Yeah, my, that collarbone also makes that pop out too because my collarbone sticks out. So I, mean, I look look pretty good when I you know raise it up. Like yeah, that doesn't look too bad. I just ignore the belly. <laughs> <laughs> of course, thick thighs saves lives. I don't know how these, we got down this path. These thighs have to be strong. I mean, to carry the weight. <laughs> I'm just going to hit the really button. That sexual. I mean, I guess that phrase is, but you it'll, get what I mean. You'll get turned into it. I'm just going to hit the button. Is it the button to, for the news Live, of the week? ATGN Studios on uh, the internet. It's the news of the week. I abandoned all pretense of actually transitioning this. It was just easier to hit the button. When we're talking about but are, Willie's but thick are thighs you? saving lives. It's just time. But are you are you proud that we didn't talk about a certain anatomy part? You're trying to hint at it right now, and no, just... I mean no. I'm just saying, aren't you proud we that we didn't talk about it the whole time? We're we're going to the news. We're not going to talk about it. But aren't you proud of that fact? Yes, Willie. I'm glad we didn't talk about your ass. Thank you. <laughs> Smelling like roses. So news week. It's that part of the show where we run down at least what's in our minds the most interesting geeky or nerdy news to have popped up in this past week. So really, really, that's what we're going with. It's more like the last minute thing we find. I've got my news yesterday when it dropped. I know. I saw when you got it. So, oh, yeah, you can't see this because it's off your camera. Sorry. Yeah, Willie. I can't see it. Yeah, Sorry. I can't see that. Sorry, I'm Willie. sure it's a middle finger unless you're giving me a Ooh. thumbs up. Oh, God damn. I thought, uh, first thing, I thought you might have been tricking me and give me a thumbs up. What are you talking about, Willie? Oh, <laughs> For those that are listening, I just gave him a thumbs up. But, Willie, what's your news this week? What PlayStation Plus games can we look forward to? That's what I'm super excited about. Uh, Wednesday, they announced the uh, PS Plus games, and I got super excited and super surprised because one of the games I was actually going to buy a month ago, and I'm glad I didn't now because I would have been kind of like, well, god damn it. But uh, I'll start going down through them, and I'll let you know which one I, I wanted. Uh, I did want this game when it came out, but never got a, never got around to getting it because I didn't think it was like worth like full, full price. But the first one is Mafia 3. It looks like a good game, but from what I remember, like it's released, it had a lot of bugs. Hopefully they patched a whole lot of those out, but I mean, it still looks like a fun game. 
I don't know too much about that. I never played any of the Mafia games, but it plays kind of like, you know, Grand Theft Auto a bit. So yeah, but it's set I'm in like, excited what, to go the, to a the 30s or New Orleans. Like no, no, this one's no, this one's set in the 70s. Oh, sorry, so I'm thinking LA Noir. From, I'm sorry. That's my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this one is cuz he comes back the main character comes back from Vietnam. I believe you're correct. Oh, I know I'm correct on that. So I think it takes place like in the late 70s or something like that. And it's, it takes place in New Orleans. New Orleans. So, yeah. And the one I was about to buy about a month ago, Dead by Daylight. Uh, this game is like, it came. I think it came out around the same time as Friday the 13th, the game. And it kind of had like a similar idea. It looks like their executions are very different. Whereas only four survivors, whereas Friday the 13th, I think there's seven survivors running around and Jason chasing them. But Dead by Daylight, they um, I think when they released, there's yeah, you have four survivors, and then there's one of three when it got released, I believe, of like hunter killers that were chasing you around to stop you. Uh, the whole point of the survivors were to unlock, like, fix up uh, five out of the seven generators going around, so like, so the killer could just you know stake out one generator and you know and be safe. And um, and then when they get those generators up, it opens up a door or a way that you can open a door to exit to get out. And then uh, they started releasing uh, new killers. A lot of these three killers they released were like, you know, things they created. But later on, they started getting a uh, license for characters. The first one would be Michael Myers. They released it on Halloween Day. I forget which year. I think 2016, 2017. I'm not 100% sure. But yeah, so they had uh, The Shape in there, as Michael Myers was originally called. And then um, after that, they get a Leatherface. Then they got a Freddy Krueger, but it's the Freddy Krueger from the remake movie. It, it doesn't look the best, but I so mean it's the Jack Hero Haley one. Yeah, and they all and they also pulled uh, and they also did with the Michael Myers one. They also had a, added some survivors since then, and um, Laurie Strode is a survivor from Halloween as well. And then Quentin from the remake. I always saw it with a one time, so I don't really remember it too much. But Quentin from the remake, he's also a survivor from it. From the Friday Thirteenth one, then they also have Leatherface. I mentioned, which they already had a character that they pretty much modeled after Leatherface because he had a chainsaw and a mallet he used. But they said, "Fuck it, we'll just bring him in anyway." And then they also have a—I um, don't want to say jigsaw, not like the doll, but like you know when they had that pig mask on, chasing people around. And they have like a—they had like a new mode when when that character is in there, where if you down a, a survivor, you can put a like a one of those bear trap face mask things on them. And they have to go find a key before they escape. Otherwise, it's going to go off when they escape and they die. So it adds like a little, a nice little addition to it. It's a reverse and, bear trap. Yeah, you got what I was getting at. And then who was the other one? There was one more. They, or was that it? My memory is not the best of this because I've been looking up a lot of videos for this, cause trying to learn how to play before I start playing it. Because it looks, because there's some people that are fucking intense in this game. And someone did mention, like, you know, the you know, PS4 version is kind of dead at the moment, which I can understand. But with it being free for PS Plus this tu- this coming Tuesday, uh, I'm sure it's going to be, you know, a lot of people playing again. I mean, yeah, and that's then, how uh, they reinvigorate fans into playing these things is put them out free and stuff like that. And then uh, for the PS3, they have a game called Bound by Flame. I know nothing about it. And I don't really pl- I don't really go back to the PS3 to play these PS Plus games, to tell you the truth, unless they're like cross-platform where they also put it on the ps4 anything that's for ps plus that's cross-platform on the ps3 or vita it also is free with the you know, ps4 version comes with it as well so that's always a good thing and also for ps3 serious sam 3 the bfe edition i'm not sure i can't remember, i'm not sure what bfe means but uh, i remember serious sam was like a throwback to like you know the old first person shooters 
Uh, I never played them myself, but I know they were like a throwback to it. And now uh, they offer the PS Vita games, Draw Slasher, which looks like it uses like the front touch screen a whole lot for it. Well, that's cool. And Space Hulk, which is like, um, I think they it's from Warhammer 40K. And there's like a, they're using some kind of turns, um, you know, like RPG, like turn based. It looks like or tabletop type thing. I'm not 100%. I would have to have hands on for it to really know how it plays. I think that one might be also cross-play with PS4. I'm not 100% on that. If not, I still have a Vita over there. And then also for additional bonuses that they're just throwing in, uh, one of them is Here They Lie, which is a PSVR game that that you do need the VR to play. That's pretty cool. And also one that actually looks pretty damn interesting to me. It's called Knowledge is Power. It's part of the PlayLink series of games where you have to have an app for your phone. It kind of plays like the Jackbox games. But you need an app to play them. They are. Pl- I have one that they already made free when it first came out. Um, this is you, I think it's called. Where it actually, I think that you you have to have an app for it because you taking pictures of yourself, you know, for like the and it all shows up on the screen. Sometimes you have to take a picture of someone else, and then then everyone draws on it, and like you have to vote who which drawing was the best. Like you know, you draw over your friend. Lots hmm. of penises come into play in that. Yeah, I was going to imagine there's a lot of. Uh, defacing or uh just dick pic fake stuff that goes in there yeah but it's all in good fun like that one i played uh, this knowledge is power looks more like a, like a trivia based game which i'm a, like I, you know me I'm, I'm a fan of trivia games one of my favorite jackbox games is um oh god my this uh, murder trivia murder party that's it yes that one's fun i like that a lot i'm terrible at it but i like it i love trivia games so much in fact some of my friends they they actually refuse to play trivia games with me I get my ass kicked in the mini games on that one. I have lived so many times with the wheel of death and I've actually lived a whole lot. I was like, I'm surprised every time like, I think I've lived like four times now. Every time I go through, I was like, it's like this. Okay. I lived. Yeah. That's odd. And he's so disappointed every time the host is like, Oh, you lived. Oh, great. I'll go put this tr- murderous trap somewhere else. Yes. It, it's pretty entertaining. And also like, if you replay it after you already played, like the guy who survived is stays the same name, but everyone else is their name and junior. If you play yes. again, and then the person that if the same person survives, everyone else will be a third. Or if a different person dies, they'll still say the same junior, and then the person who survived last time will go to junior, and everyone else will be the third. And it keeps on going like so. Like your children's 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 keeps going through it. <laughs> oh, it's like how it starts up. Wake up. It's a great game, that game. Oh, yeah. yeah. You also have Quiplash in there. One game I don't ever get to play on Jackbox is um, Bidiots. I like that a lot, but a lot of people don't. I think I've only played it once. I like the idea where it makes you draw, it makes everyone like draw pictures, and they're like, and what they're describing to you, this draw, like, are similar to the other things other people are drawing, but it's not called like a plate of spaghetti and then like a bowl of yarn. And like, you know, so these two people are drawing something similar, and then. It's a whole thing, and oh, it's, it's part of the fun. Like, is this what? And then, yeah, it's a whole fun thing. And then, oh, Jackbox Party Pack Four. They keep uh, or Party Pack Five. They keep uh, hinting at what new games are coming out for it. I'm I excited. Almost bought it when it was on sale on the Ultimate Xbox. No, it's not out yet. Uh, okay, my bad. I thought it was the fifth one. No, the fifth one's not out yet. They're still still putting out the feelers for it. Trust me, I'm I'm on their Twitter. I don't look at Twitter much. But that's one of the only things that really pop up in my Twitter feed, like in my notifications, is Jackbox's new twi- tweeters, tweeters. That's the yeah, only reason Willie goes on Twitter. 
pretty much for Jackbox. Oh, thank you, Sailor Poem for Love and Bidiots. I love it, too. And, um, yeah, so hopefully number five comes out. They are bringing back You Don't Know Jack. So I'm hoping Cookie Masterson's back. And, Chris, <laughs> I'm also going to mention this, too, because I found out, thanks to um, Reddit, that there was a You Don't Know Jack game show on TV. Was there really? Huh. You can watch all of them on YouTube. Do you want to know who it was hosted by? I have no clue who it was hosted by. Paul Rubens. Interesting. Pee Wee Herman himself. And it was like he had, still had that look after uh, Mystery Men, where he had that like that longer hair. Yeah, not the long hair, but you know the longer, you know, longer than shortcut. And so it had that weird look to him. And I was like, oh, it's Pee Wee Herman. It's fucking love it. And that show uh, worth at least watching one episode because I like their two million dollar question they have on it. It's the countdown starts as soon as he starts um, reading the question. The two million dollars starts going down, less and less. And he's like, "What year did oh?" And the car just flies out of him mysteriously, and the counter is still going down. He's trying to go get it. Nice. And by the time he gets back and finished reading, it's only up to like one hundred ninety-one dollars. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's well, I like it, and they mess with the they mess with them a whole lot too. So that's part of the fun. How did this show get canceled? Because I think it came out around two thousand two, two thousand three. And man, it just didn't last. I wish it did. If people aren't watching it, it's not going to keep. I don't know what its time slot was or anything like that. So who knows? I don't know. I never knew about it at all. Sailor Paul's so. got them all. He says, "Nice." So you should go and get you some yourself, Willie, so you can rewatch. You don't know Jack. I yeah, I enjoyed the hell out of it. Like I, every time I watch it, a little part of it, I'm like, how did this get canceled? This is a fucking amazing. I mean, if I was watching with commercials, I would yeah, you know, hate fucking. That's why I don't watch fucking cable. I don't watch commercials. I record everything and then fast forward. All right. I know I'm rambling. I ramble a lot. So, Chris, go ahead with your news of the week before I ramble some more. I was going to let Anthony go with his news, actually. We'll save my time. We timing this out? What are you talking about? Oh. Anthony, you're up. Good, sir. Oh, can, I, can I talk now? Because Willie hasn't stopped fucking talking for 45 minutes. I'm sorry. When I get excited about stuff, I can't talk. I'm sorry. Well, I tried to say that there was a half hour left on my Kickstarter, but you talked over me, so now there's only 14 minutes left. That's fair. I'm sorry. Well, and yeah, $98, so it looks like that's probably not going to fund. But I was also going to mention, uh, I've had this up on my wall for over a year now since I've been in my, my condo, along with the signed machete from Kane Hodder which were all part of an Indiegogo that I backed almost two years ago that was actually for a movie. And it was one of those things where by the time they got the funding, they still hadn't finished filming. So some projects just take a hell of a lot longer than other ones do when it comes to uh, angel sourcing and angel funding for stuff like uh, Indiegogo and um, Kickstarters. Uh, The big difference for people that don't know, Kickstarter is all or nothing. So like if you say, you know, you asked for $10,000 to make a project, if you get $9,999 and it ends, you don't get anything. Nobody gets charged anything. Uh, Indiegogo, when you make your pledge, the money starts going through right then. And at Indiegogo, if you have an end date, it's just whatever, however much money you get by the time the end date rolls around is what you get. So the, those are more dangerous, especially for people like trying to do comics or something you have to put through publishing because you might not end up with as much money as you need to actually do the physical product. And so a lot of people get in trouble with them. Uh, but they're really good for doing like long, long-standing projects that are going to be going for a long time. And this was definitely one of those. But I finally got the Blu-ray in the mail over a year later after getting the other physical items. Signed to hell and back, the life story of Kane Hodder. They did a Blu-ray documentary all about Kane Hodder and um, 
all the crazy shit he's gone through in his life. Uh, the dude was burned almost to death. He almost died in a burn hospital. And that's where uh, apparently he spends a lot of his uh, time and charity money. He gives it to uh, the specific hospital. I think it's in uh, Frisco. But yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch this today because, yeah, it's Kane Hodder is one, one badass dude. And yeah, for those that don't know, he's the only actor that played Jason more than once. Uh, he was Jason in four films, and he's um, uh, Victor Crowley in all the Hatchet films. Oh yeah, that's I, um, right. yeah, I love those movies. Yeah, and they're they're hilarious. And yeah, the new one is even even weirder than the other ones. But yeah, it's he he's played a lot a lot of uh, serial killers and a lot of crazy stuff. And yeah, he was on a oh what was the they did that that joke show too. Oh, what the hell is it called? Are you about the oh, he showed up on Hollister because yeah, the guy that did um. It's not Seth Green. What is Adam Green? Adam Green, the guy that wrote and directed uh, Hatchet, did a, a comedy show about horror fans called Holliston. And yeah, Kane Hodder showed up on that as their friend. And there was a very weird sequence where Kane Hodder was in bed with Adam Green. And it's just funny as hell because Kane Hodder has a really good sense of humor. <laughs> but yeah, I, I was excited that one finally showed up. So that'll be a fun one. I'm going to watch that probably later today. That's yeah, a good find. How long is the but, documentary, does it say? Uh, let's see. It is 106 minutes with 90 minutes of deleted scenes. Whoa. So, yeah, there's enough extras on it to almost double the length of the film. So I'm, I'm assuming, yeah, they, they pretty much they uh, interviewed everybody. Uh, they interviewed Bruce. Uh, it's all people that he's worked with. So Bruce Campbell, Robert England, uh, Cassandra Peterson, who some people might not know is the actual name of Elvira. Ooh. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, he's one of those guys, like, he's, you know, on the on Horror, horror Mountain, Mount Rushmore, Kane Otter is one of the faces that goes up there. Because, yeah, he, he's the first one to give Jason, like, an actual fucking personality, which is really hard to do for a character that doesn't talk. Right. Which, yeah, also led to, I'm pretty sure it's it's got to be on the documentary, but uh, he went on, what was it, for, I believe it was for Friday the 13th Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan. At the time, the biggest uh, talk show in America was Arsenio Hall, and Kane went on Arsenio Hall in full makeup and costume as Jason Voorhees in character. (laughs) And it's one of the greatest interviews ever because he never talks. And so Arsenio had to do the entire interview, and Kane really could only respond by, like, turning his head. Like, it... It's one of the best videos ever. If you if you got uh, if I could go on YouTube and find it, it is one of the coolest things to see ever. Because Arsenio Hall just seems like he's scared the whole time, like because Kane is just just a massive presence. He actually seems like he's scared that Kane's like gonna hit him. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I remember I might watch, be a little I freaked watching out it live. Yeah, yeah, I remember watching it live. It scared the hell out of me. It was creepy. <laughs> oh shit! Nine minutes to go. Where are we at with nine minutes to go? Seven oh two. It hasn't moved all morning, so. Oh boy, we're in crunch yep. time, folks. The link is in the chat room if anyone's interested. You got but nine yeah, minutes. Nine minutes, and uh, there are some also. There's also I want to mention there's some other really cool uh, Kickstarters that have started. Uh, there's one called Metal Shark Bro, where a shark eats a demon possessed like metal player and becomes. Uh, like a metal god that kills demons. It's fucking crazy looking. It just looks like a blast, but it's called Metal Shark, bro. Yeah, it sounds a uh, bit crazy. Yeah. Uh, That's one a of movie my, or a comic? A uh, comic. How- and uh, one, one of my artist friends, Justin Stewart, just put up his that's going until August 31st called Bleed Leaders, a comic about hunting vampires on TV. It's a world where they have a reality TV show about vampire killing in a world where like half the population still doesn't believe vampires exist. And so some people think the show's fake, 
But yeah, that fucking looks insane. Uh, Justin Stewart did the artwork for it, and it's some of the craziest shit I've ever seen him draw. Uh, what was the other one? Oh, uh, Atlantis wasn't built for tourists. There's another uh, graphic novel coming out. It looks really cool. And that one, you can get the entire graphic novel for $5 for digital. Wow, so crazy. Yeah, they did a really cheap digital copy. And then uh, Gladstone School for Word Conquerors is back with the third volume. For those who don't know, I've got the first two. It's this awesome comic about a school that's for the children of supervillains. And they keep, you know, trying to run out and, like, kick ass and get in trouble with their parents. And so it's just hilarious because they're still kids getting in trouble, but they also have superpowers. So when they get in trouble, it's for really big things. And, uh, yeah, Armand, um, damn, I can't think of Armand's last name. But the artist on it is great. He's a guy that I follow him on social media, and he works at a Starbucks. So half of his posts are complaining about Starbucks, and the other half of his posts are him drawing on this book. And so it's <laughs> it's a really weird mix of, of an Instagram. But yeah, the, the artwork in the book is fantastic, and some of the character designs are really cool. There's a pair of kids called the Skull Brothers, and they have like these funky kind of almost luchador demon masks, but you can't like tell them apart. Like, really, really cool, really cool character designs and just awesome artwork. Yeah, all all of those are worth going and checking out. Lots of good comics on Kickstarter, like always. There's too much stuff. That's the problem between that and different board game stuff I've backed in the past. I kind of had to take a break from searching as much because it was getting me in trouble. I'm still waiting on a board game called Tiny Epic Zombies. That sounds intriguing, actually. Uh, I like the other series of games. I have two other ones they have, Tiny Epic uh, Western was one I got. It was interesting because they kind of uses poker in it a little bit, and then Tiny Epic Quest, which kind of is like a like a tabletop RPG kind of thing. They're both waiting, fun to play. I'm waiting for a board game called Action News to be coming out. Ooh. They just said they got it from uh, China. They just received the shipment from China, so it should be shipping out soon. Action News. What type of game is it? It's another kind of party game, similar to like Cards Against Humanity and the Contender, where you've got to tell like news stories and stuff like that based off different cards. Uh, kind of like what the film? Yeah, very similar in that regard. If you've played uh, Justin Robert Young, who does a bunch of other podcasts and stuff, he he made this game with some partners, same as he made the Contender, which was like a political version of Cards Against Humanity. But he made them, or that team rather, made them so that both the games would link together. You could play the Contender and Action News, like you'd have to report. Oh, okay. the political stuff that would be said in the contender and i've got that game so i'm really curious to see how they'll link together when it comes out because yeah i remember you talking about the contender game yeah the contender was is our break from playing cards against humanity when we'll play a party game where it's quick-witted and stuff like that because cards against humanity is fun but eventually even if you've got a boatload of cards it starts to get a little repetitive especially also, if you play with the same people mm-hmm. so kind of like action news would be like oh oh this just in uh, sex tape between Minnie and Daisy Duck have come into play. That's your Disney joke of the week. Yeah, if you want to go and find out more about it, you can go check it out on their website. Or you could also, we had Justin on an episode of the Gonna Geek Show where he talked a little bit about the Kickstarter project and the process of doing Kickstarter stuff because he and his partner had wrote an article about how to do a successful Kickstarter and lose thirty thousand dollars. Oh, the name game. of the sex tape is called Going Quackers. Oh, I knew he was going to do that. I really wish he hadn't, but I knew it because it was just low-hanging fruit, Willie. I know. It was low-hanging fruit. Five minutes Disney left. Disney deserves Anthony. it. Yep. Disney deserves it. Well, we'll keep our fingers crossed. There's five minutes. Things could go nuts. Kind of like uh, Michael Keaton and Batman. You want to go nuts? I guess it could be that. Have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight, Willie? You don't know what I do in my spare time. 
We don't want to know. Yeah, I was going to say it's not probably better know. that I don't know. Keep that to yourself. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll, I'll tell you about the birds and bees when we're off there. But do you want to no, know what I'm going to have to do in my spare time now? I'm going to have to subscribe to CBS All Access, and it makes me you don't feel have really to. dirty. No, you don't. Don't do it. Yeah, I do. You got to support Why projects. Why do you have to subscribe to it, Chris? Because how else am I going to legally obtain it? <laughs> That's I meant what show is making you actually get it. Gotcha. <laughs> so I don't know if you guys knew, but there was a big Star Trek convention in Las Vegas this last weekend. And late yesterday, the rumor was confirmed. Sir Patrick Stewart is returning to the role of Jean-Luc Picard. There is a Captain Picard or a Jean-Luc Picard series that will be coming to CBS All Access that is, quote, going to tell the next chapter of Picard's life. So we don't know whether he'll still be in Starfleet, whether he's an ambassador, whether he's just hanging out in his vineyard playing his flute, growing grapes to make wine. I don't know. All I know is Sir Patrick Stewart's coming back as Jean-Luc Picard for the first time since 2002, I think, is when he last played the role. So I'm in. I love Patrick Stewart. He's a great actor. He's an awesome dude. By all accounts, from everything you see on Twitter and social media and interviews with him, he's a good guy. And he's coming back to this role that I grew up with him in. I grew up watching Star Trek The Next Generation. I'm in. Yeah, I didn't real. I thought it didn't start until the 90s. 87, That I show think. started in 87 and went to 94. It's, it's a little unfair that Patrick Stewart gets to go back and do that because it's 30 years later and he hasn't fucking aged. He really hasn't. You go and look at <laughs> pictures of Patrick Stewart. Yeah, and he hasn't aged. How old was he when that show started? I don't. I uh, think we'd have to look and see how old he is now and work back from there. Yeah, I mean, because even then he did kind of look older, though, didn't he? So maybe he yeah. just he would just he looked little, older already and he didn't really grow even older. Yeah, it's like Clint Eastwood. He was a premature old man, and so then they get like that forty years where they don't seem to age anymore. Yeah, yeah. So freaking like Suncast says, my lawn. Suncast says, I'm excited yet hesitant given what they did with Discovery. I'm in the exact same boat. I haven't watched Discovery yet, but I'm excited yet hesitant. But the thing is, if this is going to be more of the story of Captain Picard, I'm in. I'm in. Okay, so Star Trek aired in 87. Patrick Stewart was born in 1940. So he was 47 when Star Trek uh, Next Generation started, which means he's 77 now. Like, that's insane. (laughs) It really is. It's been rumored, though, he officially signed on. We don't know when the reboot, excuse me, we don't know when the new series, which is not a reboot, starts on CBS All Access, but it's happening, and I can't wait to see it. Uh, Patrick Stewart, if you hadn't seen it, posted a fairly lengthy post on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, I think it was on all of his social media, about how excited he is to return to this role, and how he thought he was done in 2002 with the role, and he wouldn't be playing it again. And how he's excited to yeah. be coming back. So I don't want to read his whole quote on here because it's not what you guys are here for. But yeah, Patrick Stewart coming back as Picard in canon with Next Generation. So who knows what opportunities exist for guest starring appearances from the rest of his uh, Next Gen alum or fellow cast members rather. I think it could be pretty interesting if you have an episode where Riker pops up or an episode where uh, Counselor Troy pops up or potentially you solve the answer of whether they actually brought data back in B4's body or not by having Brent Spiner show up. LeVar Burton, <laughs> of course. I, I'm in. Now, either LeVar Burton or Riker would definitely have to get some uh, just for men because, yeah, they have aged well, and all their hair has turned gray. <laughs> but if this show is set to be X number of years past the end of Next Generation, just like they've all aged, it works. Yeah, but I have to think that Riker's egotistical enough that if Picard doesn't look like he's aged, Riker would want to look like he hasn't aged either. <laughs> 
Right. So Suncast is in the chat room. He says they could easily get any of the TNG cast. I think they could, but I don't know whether they're yeah. going to want to get all of them or not. I mean, what the hell is LeVar Burton doing now? Reading Rainbow. Reading Rainbow. He's oh, turned it going? He's turned it into an online thing. It's still going. Oh, nice. 10, I, didn't, I just didn't nine, know. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Done. What all was right. the final? 702. So it didn't move all morning. Damn. Sorry, man. That's all right. That means I don't know anybody's shit. That means you can always <laughs> recalibrate it and put it out for later. That also means that uh, Willie was not ethically last. <laughs> he didn't pledge at all, you dick. Oh, you I got no money. You pledged $40 and then took it away. I got no money. Rude. So he wouldn't rude. have got the money anyway. <laughs> he wouldn't have cleared his credit card is what he's saying. You got <laughs> it right. It just would have been a bounce check. That don't do you no good. Yeah, I mean, would that really have helped you? Nope. <laughs> so going back to the next gen series sailor poland has pointed out they might not bring back marina sirtis because she's supposed to appear in season two of the orville and i do believe jonathan frakes directed an episode of season oh, wow. two of the orville also nice those people just can't get away from spaceships can they well, i mean jonathan frakes has directed a bunch of stuff so it's kind of cool to see him going on and doing the orville he did he's done episodes of agents of shield he's done the orville he's done hell he directed star trek movies LeVar Burton's directed episodes of Trek. It's kind of interesting to see how they've all gotten to do that stuff. But regardless, I'm really curious to see where they go with this. I'm cautiously optimistic. But yeah, they, they got me. I wasn't going to pick up CBS All Access for Star Trek Discovery. I said if it came out on Blu-ray or digital copies, I would buy those. But for a Captain Picard show with Patrick Stewart that continues the story of Next Gen, which is arguably my favorite Trek, I have a very hard time being like, nope, not going to watch that, because I know even if I didn't, I would be on the websites, or I'd be on the internet after the show <laughs> aired, and be like, what happened, what happened, what do I have to see? So I kind of just want to see it for myself, and I'll pick it up, CBS All Access, while it's airing, and then I'll turn it off. That's the nice thing on there. Yeah. Suncast says, give at least an episode before you sub. I hope they do what they did with Star Trek Discovery, which is show the first episode on actual TV to get people hooked. How? What? That, that makes no sense. Star Trek Discovery, the very first episode of it was on primetime yeah. on CBS, and then they put the rest of the show online. Here's a new show for you. Congratulations. You have to pay us more if you want to see anything more of it. Yeah. Oh. It does make sense if you're CBS. You have a TV station yeah, yeah, and a streaming service. You give the first taste for free, and then you get them hooked, just like all the drug dealers. <laughs> just like all the drug Yeah, so it's coming. I'm excited. I know there's a lot of other people that are. You could go on Twitter and you could see most people were positive, but I think that's mostly because people really like Sir Patrick Stewart and enjoyed his role of Picard and all wait. the other roles he's done. Wait, wait. Huh? Is people giving away free drugs? You just got to that? <laughs> <laughs> Willie's not too fast. Wow, Jonathan Frakes does have a ton of directing credits. I didn't realize he's done that much directing. Oh, yeah. he's He directs all sorts of stuff. Yeah, he's got 41 directing credits. He's done The Librarians, NCIS, oh. Powers, Falling Skies hindsight burn notice like wow he's really kept busy that's awesome he did an episode of dollhouse <laughs> he's done all sorts he was at a steel city con god it was right around season two of agents of shields right after they did the big reveal with captain america that ward was hydra that's and stuff like season that. one season one excuse me so i was actually talking to him because i waited in line to get his picture signed. i was like so are you going to direct any more of agents of shield in season two he goes i'm hoping to he goes i had a lot of fun on the cast there and he goes and didn't they just set it up so like the pretty guy was actually a bad guy all along <laughs> in reference to ward 
the, the pretty guy. And it's funny too, guys. You get those the actors that want to direct, and like the best way to do it is on your show. Kevin Smith apparently has been pushing the whole cast of The Flash to try to direct an episode because uh, Kavanaugh's. I think Tom Kavanaugh's done two or three now. Daniel Panabaker is going to direct an episode this season. But yeah, he he keeps telling them all like, if you're interested in it at all, like you work with these people every day, you work with these people for years. There's no more friendly group of people to try to be a director with than the ones you already work with. So yeah, it, it'll be weird to see if we get like a really Killer Frost light episode where Daniel Panabaker is actually behind the camera. Mm. Huh. Suncast. People still watch The Flash? You eat a dick, Suncast. The Flash is the best CW show on TV. You misspo- uh, You missaid Legends of Tomorrow. I'm sorry. I mean, I, I don't um, still watch no, either one. No, I didn't. No, Legends of Tomorrow is their best show because it knows exactly what it is, which is fun, ridiculous superhero stuff. It is ridiculous. I love Legends. And I love Batman. I mean, Green Arrow. <laughs> I see what you did there. I see what you did there. So that is going to wrap up our news of the week. Uh, yeah, I want Star Trek. That's what it comes down to. Even though I know they're probably going to burn me when it's all said and done. More I'm, likely. I'm ready to put down the cash and get beat up by it. Something tells me, Chris, you love that burn. Well, I you very well might. Bastard. I very well might because I'm not quite right in the head, I guess. Now I'm sad. But you know what no, makes me feel better? The question is, you had all these streaming services together and then Disney's new one. All together, it's going to be like $140 a month with this twice what you used to pay for cable for all the same shit. I think the companies are winning in the end. Yeah, we and shouldn't you talk about my cable bill. On top of that. Yeah, we shouldn't talk about my cable bill right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad, man. It makes me feel sad. But what makes me feel better and less sad is the fact that we're part of a network of shows that you can find over at gunnageek.com. There's 25 plus different shows in the network and Hint, hint, tease, tease. There might be a new announcement coming up in the next couple weeks of a new addition to the network. So stay tuned. We'll let you guys know more about it as it happens. But until then, we do like to remind you guys, there is a crap load of shows. We can't talk about all of them, but we cover a variety of things. Things like Game of Thrones-specific podcast, Art House movie podcast, tech news, comic book news, things like that. There's a variety of different things. But I don't want to tell you about everything. I do want to tell you about one thing. Or rather... I want to have Willie tell you about one show on the network. So, Willie, what is the one show we're telling people about that we're saying, hey, hey, go check that out this week? Well, howdy, y'all. Prospector Willie here to tell you about the show this week. This week, I'm talking about Game Life Balance Australia. Episode 64, the Nintendo 64 special. For episode 64, we decided to honor the hollow Nintendo 64 game console for the late 1990s. Does the console still hold up today? He he. Well, of course not. But a better question is, was it really ever that great to begin with? We sat down and played a dozen or so Nintendo 64 games before recording this. And we have thoughts. Potentially controversial thoughts. My own personal thought is there's gold in them there, 64s. Hope I'll hear something about the Conker's, Conker's Bad Fur Day. That'd be great. Back to you, Chris. So I do know that AC had taken a picture of Superman 64 before the podcast and said that one was going to come up. And I went, oh, God, it's one of the worst games ever created. I can't wait to hear their talk, their uh, take on Superman 64. And I'm told that he savaged it pretty well. I haven't had a chance to listen to the episode. but And I will also mention, uh, since you did mention them in like the pre thing, I have been a guest on Art House Legends for the past two weeks. So yee. So what'd you talk about in those last two weeks so people can go get more of a taste of Willie? I'm on the Goonies uh, episode and also the Speed episode. 
As in like Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock, that speed? Yep. And a little bit of inside baseball. He uh, told me to join up with him, and I didn't have enough time to watch the movie, so I've it's probably been like 20 years since I saw the movie doing the podcast, and it didn't hurt me at all. Well, maybe maybe the movie just really resonated with you and stuck with you over all these years. And I did a great Sammy Hagar joke. Did you really? Yep, you have to, you have to listen to the episode to find out. So guys, go check out that. Go check out Game Life Founds Australia. Go check out all of those other podcasts over at Gunna Geek Network. <laughs> suncast you are a some bitch uh if you're wondering why willie said that in the chat room suncast just asked sorry house legends is dead podcast right <laughs> apparently some suncast bitch. got a stick up his ass today <laughs> he's just hating on stuff i won't remove it but i'll break it off oh wait what i'm so confused the stick up suncast ass is uh, what he is referring to and might just... i say this mountain dew is cool and refreshing no you can't say don't say it. He has the constitutional privileges to Niantic ruin Suncast Week, evidently. So I'm not sure how they did, but I'm sure we can hear about it at some point. He might be on the Gunna Geek show <laughs> soon and might be able to bring that up at that point in time. Hint, hint, hint. Go check Ooh, that out. That close. I almost had Mountain Dew all over my crotch. That was close. I would have just become sexier. I don't know about that, Willie. I mean, isn't Mountain Dew pretty sticky and tacky? It would be uncomfortable in the crotch <laughs> region, I would assume. Don't worry, I'm not too tactful myself. <laughs> But here's another tiny story. I did go to a uh, brew fest back in 2008. Uh, It's like I'll buy a local channel, uh, Rock 92. They have the two guys named Chris Morning Show, which is excellent. But um, they they hosted it. It's pretty much a bunch of different beer companies come in. They and you get your own little glass that you can you sample beers like unlimited as much as you want. They did have a Mountain Dew brew there. I did try it the one time. It wasn't bad. It was sweet without being like overly sweet. Yeah, I don't know how much I would like a sweet beer though. It wasn't bad. It's not like something I would like drink because I don't really drink beer. But I was like, it wasn't bad. Like you wouldn't like disgusting as you would probably think. It just tastes like it was like what I think they just said they fermented Mountain Dew and it just it wasn't that bad. Uh, I'll take your word for it. I mean, I don't mind trying new things like that. I mean, I'm, it interested me like Mountain Dew. I'm a little interested in it. You know, uh, something weird. I like a little weird. If you know me. That's fair. That's fair. We do know that you like to get into weird things. And we all like to get into our own kind of weird stuff and geeky stuff in here. So we generally wrap this show up with a bit called What I'm Into. It's our chance to share with you guys who are watching live or listening at a later date just what kind of geeky and nerdy things we've been getting into. So that maybe, just maybe, you'll want to check them out yourselves. I, I don't think that was a terrible transition, actually, Willie. Thanks for setting no, me up. Pretty good. Thanks for setting me up. I appreciate it. Uh, Anthony, why don't you kick us off? What are you been getting into, sir? Trying and failing at passing fucking getting into silver and fucking Overwatch. Dear God. We're getting you there. You're close. You're one match away. Uh, I can't get out of bronze. Goddamn 14-year-old screaming in my ears and shit. But yeah, we had had some fun yesterday. Me, Willie, and Maya all got on on a pre-made team and actually won a fair amount of matches in a row, so that was actually pretty fun. I did, uh... Ugh. Excuse me. Finding out that uh, Star Wars characters and sketch covers are apparently more popular than just video game characters and not sketch covers. Because I, I think that's why my last kick started at over $1,000 and this one couldn't get 800 Motherfucker. <laughs> well, you already know people are assholes. Well, that's true, but that has nothing to do with it. That's fair. That, uh, assholes gave me over $1,000 last time, so why, why, why couldn't the same assholes give me $1,000 this time? You know what? That's more than fair. I'll just shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> 
Your way to go, yeah, Willie. Of, of the of the of the what? Three hundred million Americans. You know, I needed like forty last time to put pledges. I actually had fifty pledges this time, so I had more people pledge, but the uh, the different uh, not having sketch covers and different dollar amounts made it come out differently. So it's all a learning experience. I'll rework it. Probably do it again later. Just have to go for a, a lower funding goal. I just doing the doing the two different covers makes it a pain in the ass because you can't I have to order them as separate orders from the printer that I go through and so to do like 10 sketch covers you have to order 25 minimum oh. so then I got 15 covers sitting there that if I don't end up at a convention or fucking someone orders them off my Twitter account or something I'm just those are just sitting there not being used so yeah that's that's why doing two sucks but I don't know we might have to see I might have to rework it and then um I've been watching uh getting caught up on Hulu and stuff I'm um, all caught up on uh, Cloak and Dagger, which turned out to be a fantastic show. Uh, the special effects on that show. Uh, the last episode was really good. There was some crazy um, like explosions in Louisiana. I'm still not happy with why or how they changed the origin, because the origin now is weak sauce compared to the real one from the comics. But the actors in it are great. Those, freaking, those kids do a really good job playing the characters. And uh, the evil cop is like a really good evil dick cop. And then um, still watching, um, I started watching uh, This Is Us. And yeah, that show is just designed to try to make motherfuckers cry at the end of like every single episode with all the all the parent stuff and the fighting and crazy family things going on in every episode. But it's a really, really well written show. And it's it's awesome to see um Justin Hartley. Hartley. Uh, the orig- yeah, the original Green Arrow from Smallville. It's awesome to see him acting his ass off. Like because he plays an actor on the show who's like kind of a kind of a goose goofball good looking guy who's not that great of an actor but in scenes where he's on this is us like he's doing some of the best acting i've ever seen that guy do it's it's highly impressive and i'll say it again mandy moore has become a hell of an actor for a chick that was kind of you know a pop princess doing pop music and then decided to be an actor like as the mom on the show she's fantastic and when they go into the future and they show her in her old lady makeup like the 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 companies have seemed to do um like special effects when they age actors, it always seems that they used to go way overboard. Like, um, there's old episodes of Star Trek: Next Generation where they showed an old Picard, and like he aged 20 years, and they made him look like he aged 60. And then someone I saw a photo of it where they specifically showed Picard at the age he was supposed to be when he was forwarded through time, and he still doesn't look anything like that because Picard doesn't age. Yeah, like it seems like special effects that used to go overboard for the aging, and yeah, when they do uh, Mandy Moore and some of the other characters on this show, when they go into the future, because they're showing them as adults in the seventies and then dealing with their kids now, like the 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 aging makeup is much more subtle, and it's more you know putting gray in the hair, subtle laugh lines around the eyes and the mouth, and it's really good makeup because it doesn't it doesn't look gaudy, it doesn't look really like overdone so yeah, it's it's a it's a much more impressive show than i thought it would be and yeah damn if they don't try to get try to make you you know try to make you cry every damn episode and then um i watched all of atlanta finally that is a great crazy show donald glover is just uber talented it's it's a little unfair that there's pretty much nothing that kid can't do like it's it's not fair like i mean damn he's just he's good there's just so much good shit that kid can do and then i started watching a shadow hunters which is just utterly ridiculous and funny and good waste of time yeah, that's about all I've been into. So I will go next, and we'll let Willie wrap things up. Things I've been getting into. I've been on a Star Trek kick for some reason. So I've been rewatching parts of Star Trek: Deep Space Nine, which is it's it's kind of tied with TNG for the best one. TNG is the one we always think of as the best, but Deep Space Nine is probably actually the best Star Trek that was made because that's when they realized, oh yeah, we can tell stories over a long season 
and not have to reset everything back to a status quo. So it's a really good show. If you haven't watched it and you like Trek, uh, go check out Deep Space Nine. Just full disclosure, the first season and a half is really kind of shitty. But it was a different era. You could get away with having a shitty season and a half and then get seven seasons, it seems like. Uh, other stuff I'm getting into. Played some Fortnite this weekend on my Xbox. I'm still terrible at it, but at least I have fun going in there and doing the Battle Royale stuff. Also picked up, well, I also started replaying some Madden 18 just because I'm ready for football season. So I was just screwing around playing Madden. Nothing competitive there because I'm terrible at the game. Terrible, I will point out. And then I've been playing Pokemon Go off and on off over the past week been having some fun with it getting excited for the community day that comes up this next weekend where it's basically catch as many evs as you can and they're doing an evolution event so we'll see what happens with it i got some other stuff i'll be talking about in relation to pokemon go but i'm saving that for the official gunnageek.com show so go check that out there if you want to hear more of my pokemon go stories other than that what else have i been getting into i've had to work a lot and my work hours have been weird this week so my sleep schedule has been off so i've just been kind of coming home and crashing so I don't really have anything that exciting this week. Sorry, guys. Willie, tell me you got something exciting to make up for my lack of excitement. <laughs> Chris, Chris, baby, baby, let's get weird in here now. Oh, we're gonna get weird. Do I need to? Do I need to hit this one for you? Go ahead. Oh, I thought you were gonna hit the other one. Nah, just that one. No, hit the other one. You, which one do you want? The you know the one. The one you already hit earlier today. Oh. Willie's creepy, and you know it. That's true. <laughs> Well, what I've been getting to is some more Overwatch, and I'm, I'm right, rising up, rising up. I'm going to get there. Going platinum this season. I feel it. Feel it in my bones. I think next week they're starting the Summer Games uh, event, so I won't be getting all boxes of duplicates anymore. So that's, that's some good news. Uh, loot boxes of duplicates. Um, I did rewatch an awesome movie yesterday that I remember. I actually went in theaters and saw it back in 99. Mystery Men. Well, that's movie one was, I haven't heard in a while. That movie's ahead of its time. Ahead of its time. Uh, yeah, and I forgot uh, when I noticed it uh, near the end of the movie when they have like a bunch of different gangs from the city. There's like a rap gang over there. And uh, yeah, CeeLo Green's in it. I was like, holy shit. CeeLo Green's in a movie in 99? Did not foresee that coming. And then there was like a frat boy type uh, gang. And the head frat boy was Michael Bay. I recognize that face and hair anywhere. So that was surprising. Yeah, that movie was awesome, if you don't know. And that, that was also the movie that brought us the music video for All Star by Smash Mouth. I always I know, think about uh, that from Shrek now. Well, yeah, uh, Shrek, that was after the fact. Yeah, this It came out in 99 with that movie. The music video is for the movie. And it is amazing. I have only seen that movie once and it's been years. I saw it in theaters that year and it was a good year. I was 12, 13? Yeah, 13 years old. Because I turned 14, but I was after. And uh, what have I been getting to? I started uh, rewatching Firefly. God, I remember how good that show was. Uh, that's what I'm going to get. I'm waiting for Dead by Daylight. Waiting for that. Uh, let me see. What else? No, I've been doing something. Oh, I started the. Um, the Lost on Mars DLC for Far Cry 5 yesterday. Is it fun? Uh, I've only got a little bit into it. it. It's fun. I got into a bug twice in the same part, like in the very beginning, where uh, you first get your first gun, and then it kind of bugs out where it doesn't continue off after that, and I'm just stuck in this room. I restarted from last checkpoint, 
did the same thing again. And then I finally restarted it again from the last checkpoint. And it finally just kept on going. I was like, what the hell? Okay, that's a little weird. Hopefully I fix these bugs. Hope there's no more of them like that. Game-breaking bugs where you just can't play. There's supposed but, uh, to be one in No Man's Sky for Xbox right now. It's a corrupting oh, save game. Oh, yeah. That's what I was supposed to do for my news of the week. I forgot all about that. Yeah, I played the No Man's Sky. The update. Next. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, uh, so I just reloaded my previous save. And I forgot I was stuck in a boring fucking solar system that I couldn't get off of. I finally got off of yesterday. And now I'm in a much more interesting solar system. So, I mean, it's still kind of just more of the same. It just looks prettier and has more kind of things changed up with it. And how how were you person stuck? You? Say what? How were you stuck? I didn't have any warp fuel to travel to another um, travel to another solar system. And like a mineral that I needed to get to get it was like non-existent in the solar system. Oh, yeah, that's shitty. So yeah, I, all these yeah these worlds are procedurally generated, so that can happen. And there was only three planets in the solar system; they're all shitty. You were saying, Chris? I lost my train of thought, but in the chat room, uh, I seen that says I don't get No Man's Sky. It seems like it's only the worst parts of open world games. So, Willie, you're mean, the only one here that's played it, so we're gonna have to defer to you. Which I'm impression. gonna say it's kind of boring to me. Although, I mean, while playing it, I was like, all right, I can just do this a little. Okay, I can finish this, and you know, just you know, get through it and. Then I'd be like, okay, no, I can just do this and get through it. And I was like, now I'll quit. Oh, okay, I can do this now and I do this now. You kind of keep on with it. It's, it's not for me. I mean, I can play it. It's just, it's, it gets very boring very fast, and you're just like wondering, like, okay, what I, the objectives? Even the new objectives they give you, kind of like, okay, like they give you some missions from uh, the aliens now, and it's like, it's just like kill this many animals. Like, okay. And that was my concern with it, because I originally picked it up and bought it on Steam, and I played for an hour, because Steam has the two-hour return policy. Mm-hmm. And like within that hour, it didn't do enough to hook me, and I'm like, I'm not paying 60 bucks for this. Now, I will say, if I had a PlayStation 4 or a PC when it was on sale last week for 20 it sounds like it would be worth my $20. Now, I'm not going to go and pay, I think it's 50 for Xbox since it just came there. I'll wait six months until it's the same price as the other systems, and then I will consider picking it up again. I mean, I can see how this game can be like the right game for people. It's just not for me. Like, it's a lot of just running through. My buddy, see, he seems to really enjoy it, James. He really seems to enjoy it. One of my coworkers so. described it as his decompressed game. He basically he comes home. Oh, yeah, it's been a crappy that. day, and he can sit there. He can explore a world. There's nothing too crazy going on unless you put yourself in the middle of something nuts, and you just kind of have fun trying to figure out how things work. It's the resource management is the thing I'm like eh, about. Yeah, and resource management. A lot me. of resource management. Like, oh, your gun's out of this. You better have some carbon to refuel it. Yeah. Like, oh, great. I, I think yesterday I ran out of stuff for it, and I just had to start punching with their pistol whipping this rock for carbon. <laughs> <laughs> Did you break your gun by doing that? No. You don't, I don't have a shovel? No, 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 you don't. Uh, like, the thing that you can actually deform the land to, like, dig in is from your gun too is like a, a, a i think it's called a deformer or something like that and so that uses up a resource when you use it yep it like has a fuel to it and it eats oh, up the Jesus. fuel it's not like uh yeah it's not like it just like like most laser weapons where it has like a recharge like it overheats like most of them do so I have to thank the chat room. They just gave me the episode title for this week. I seen that says Willie, yeah, I get the impression you are podcasting while hiding from the cops at the same time. 
This week's episode is darker. This episode is entitled Podcasting While Hiding from the Cops. There you go. You know what? I'm okay. I've been arrested once. Wait, am I the only one on here that's been arrested? Talkman? Hell no, I've never been arrested. I've never had bracelets on. I've never been in the backseat of a cop. I'm about to be weird if Chris said he's been arrested at least once. I have not. Now, my arresting thing wasn't much. It's not like it was, it was for failure to appear for a traffic case. I thought I paid it off. That's all it was. And nothing crazy. I mean, and then, like when the officer asked my name, he's like, are, are you William Nelson? I was like, yeah, I thought he was. I, I was like, I, he put his hand. I was like, okay, we're going to shake hands. Nope. He put me, he like twisted around, put me in hand. I was like, oh, okay. He said, yeah, <laughs> I, I knew you were going to be all right because uh, you thought you thought we were shaking hands. I was like, okay, that means he thinks I'm a nice guy. No, I'm not going to do anything. Although I was stuck. Yeah, being in the back of a cop car, they had those plastic seats. And being in handcuffs in that sucks. So uncomfortable. Yeah, I imagine it makes it a lot easier to clean up if somebody pissed themselves back there with plastic seats and stuff. And also being long-legged, there's not a lot of space. So I kind of had to sit, like, crossways to it. And we were just chatting back there because, I mean, he knew I wasn't, like, you know, it was like, this is just for failure to appear for traffic tickets. Or for one traffic ticket. That I thought I paid online. I'm not a bad guy. We never said you were, Willie. And look, it, as you said that, assumed. then the lights came on in your room. It's like you bared your soul and everything lit up around <laughs> you. Nope, that's sunlight. <laughs> it's been rainy, and I'm happy it's been rainy because I'm supposed to be going to... Oh, yes. Uh, I might not be here next week. I forgot all about oh, this till just now. I see. Uh, just like last year, uh, my friends, they do their uh, birthday party thing at the place called the Dan River. And we, you know, we camp over there and we go tubing. Last year, I don't know if you remember me saying that it was terrible because it had not rained. So the Dan River was low. So it was more like scooting your ass across rocks. Not a problem you this year. Just, it was kind of hard because you couldn't stand up to walk. Because I mean, you're all the way on the ground pretty much. And there's like slick rocks right underneath the water. So it's kind of like it's hard to stand up because it's all uneven terrain and they're all kind of slippery and there's water. So I was like, so I just had to like push up on the tube and like scoot, scoot cut the hell out of my palm because i got somehow or another that thing was supposed to, it lasted four hours and the last hour and a half i was just done i was like i just want to be out of this <laughs> i want to be out of this i think i even threw up in the river at one point in time just because i was i guess i was getting seasick or something i was just out on yeah just out on that tube and just scooting most of the way and sometimes you hit some nice spots where it's like deep enough but it's been storming here at least in my area and i think the damn river's like an hour and 45 minutes away maybe hour and a half so hopefully it's been getting those that rain too. So hopefully it's not going to be as low this year. We were under flash flood watch for like three days yeah. <gasps> until Friday morning. Us too. Yeah. Weather buddies. Weather buddies. Fist bump. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. So uh, one one last thing. I'm sorry to get it. I want to say, and because it's my my friends' uh, birthdays, I want to give a good shout out to my friends Hannah, Banana, and Zan. Happy birthday, guys! I'll see you this Saturday at your uh, at your birthday bash. Then Willie's Riverside Cabana will be back. Please don't wear a banana hammock while you're at it. Just don't. No, Willie's Riverside <laughs> Cabana was perfect. I used the bed of my truck and put a um, an air mattress in the back of it. I had a canopy, like you know, one of those mm-hmm. you know outside canopies, are just you know, like for parties or something, and had that over just in case it rained. And I you know had it smooth, you know, where if it did rain, it wouldn't like come into the truck, you know, from like the roof. It was perfect. It had lights in it. Uh, it was it was really rubber sack about it. A lot of people just got to lay in it, and some people actually passed out in it. But the first night, it was just me in it, and that was the best camping experience. Waking up with the breeze in the in the shade, not like in a tent, a stuffy tent. 
it was so good. I just had like a light blanket and a pillow. Oh, it was the most perfect camping experience. Well, very nice, Willie. We hope you enjoy your cabana next guys. weekend. I'm going to tell them I mentioned them so they have to listen to this episode. There you go. I'm, I'm not going to tell them it's in the very end. Then I got to tell them to listen to it for over an hour. <laughs> listen to our ridiculous bullshit, he means. Patent pending. Patent pending. Well, we also got is- a story about me getting arrested, too. So there you go. It makes <laughs> sense for the uh, episode title. This is going to wrap us up for this week. A friendly reminder, before we wrap up, we do stream live every Sunday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over on Geeks.Live, the official streaming home of the Gunna Geek Network. There's also a variety of other shows that stream there, so just go check it out. You'll see a schedule at the bottom of the page. I believe Agents, excuse me, Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. is recording at 1 p.m. today, and then at 9 p.m. later today is also Popax Cast. Just go check out the calendar. There's a ton of content you guys can go and watch there. But I think that is it for us. As we wrap up, you guys have any final thoughts for us? Anything? Uh, Prospector Willie wants to know if you've seen my golden nuggets. Oh, I should have known better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to play him off in case he starts again. I think that's, that's okay. That way. Well, thank you everyone for joining us, and we will see you all next week with some more geeky ridiculousness and all sorts of other things. Bye, guys! Thanks for listening to this brand new episode of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. Don't forget, we'll be back next Sunday live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over at live.atgnpodcast.com, channel 3 of the Alpha Geek Radio app, and over at our network home at gunnageek.com slash live. If you have any feedback for the show, please contact us atgnpodcast at gunnageek.com on our hotline number at 304-806-ATGN or even better, go to Twitter and send us a message at atgnpodcast. The music you've heard in this show is produced by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com.